if you get scared You can always hold my hand See, what I like most about hash browns is that it's like eating a, a giant plate of french fries for breakfast. Just a giant plate of tiny french fries. I think we have, as humans, figured out how to eat a potato for every single meal. We, we really have. You know, say what you want about humanity, but we are pretty darn great at cooking our potatoes. Welcome to the final girl sleepover. I'm Solvay. I'm Charlie. And happy Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> It is, it is October, it is the spookiest season, the leaves are accruing their autumnal blush, and we have woken up at 8 in the morning uh, for, this, for this series, um, which we're calling what, Solvay? That's the question, isn't it? What should we call it? So it's definitely going to be Halloween-themed. Yeah, well, let's, be... let's talk about what we're actually watching this month. Yeah, so I think we're going to go back and look at some fun uh, kids or family-themed Halloween movies. Yeah, I think I think that's good. Ones that were important, or at least somewhat formative to our own Halloweeny development. Yeah, I think. I mean, we watch horror all year long, mm-hmm. so slasher movies and horror movies. Besides the Halloween franchise, most of them don't give me like the October spooky Halloween vibe. You so are neat. absolutely right, and and those are fine for you know your lay people of the world. If you want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street in October as your spooky movie, be my guest. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's an all the, all the time kind of movie. But I think I've always felt like for Halloween, you need to be in the spirit, as it were. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So we are getting in the spirit of things. Ooh, maybe we should call this Ghosts of Halloween Past. Or The Ghost Ooh. of Halloween Past. Yes, I like it. Very, Ghost of Halloween Past. Very Dickensian. <laughs> yes. And so for this um, this inaugural episode in this new series, we watched one of my uh, big favorites uh, from a kid. Because I, I, had, I had this on VHS for some reason. This, like, cheaply made, like, the box was really cheap. I think it was super torn up, too. But I, I watched this all the time as a kid. I I loved it. And it's exciting to revisit it now. Yeah, so we watched the new Misadventures of Ichabod Crane from 1979. Yep, from our friends to the north, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. This, Yep, it's Canadian. So, Solvay, was this your first time seeing this? This was. I have seen other versions of the Sleepy Hollow story, but this is the first time I've seen this version. Yeah. So, so let's jump into it. What What did you think of this? I did like it. It definitely is a low-budget movie. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. And movie, TV pilot, Halloween special, I don't know how to quite categorize this. Yeah, it's definitely a half-hour Halloween story. It's all contained and... It's there and it's and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very uh, ephemeral that way. Yeah. Um, no, I did like it. Uh, thinking of like other versions I've watched, the Ichabod Crane movie from Disney that came out in '49. Was that? I think is like. They gave it I, some titles like Ichabod and Mr. Toad or something. Yeah, Mr. Toad. Yeah. That one, the animation of that movie, I think, is amazing. But mm-hmm. the story is kind of weird. And I think in almost every version of the story, Ichabod's like this 
playboy millionaire that everyone wants to sleep with. And I appreciate that this movie didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just kind of, um, he's just sort of like a middle-aged dude voiced by a magician. Oh, is that who he the, is? The Amazing Kreshkin. He was a wow. magician from the 70s. That's so cool. I did recognize a few of these voice actors, but the main the main Ichabod I couldn't figure out. Yeah, the, the voice cast is... It's full of, like, a lot of character actors from yeah. the sort of the last generation. Like, the... I think it was the horse specifically is one of the dogs in Aristocats. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can't mistake that voice. That real country voice. Can you do an impression of it? No. Do you, do you want to try and I'll cut it out if it goes terrible? I don't even know where to start. I can't do impressions of anything. So that's uh, Pat Buttram as Washington the Horse, named after Ir uh, Washington Irving, who created Sleepy Hollow and um, Rip Van Winkle. Oh, he wasn't George Washington? Oh, no, that was the founder of our nation. It was me. He was also, he was also um, the Sheriff of Nottingham in Disney's Robin Hood. He was the saloon keeper in Back to the Future 3. He's in The Fox and the Hound. He's in a Goofy movie. He's, he's in all kinds of stuff. Um, Tiny Toon Adventures. Something Rick called... Friends. Ooh, something called Rick Moranis in Gravedale High. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, and probably for, like, my parents, he's, he's Mr. Mr. Haney, Mr. Haney from uh, Green Acres. Yes, he is. And then... And then uh, the voice of Wolf the Dog was George Lindsay, who is probably most uh, most known as, one, the, well, okay, he's the other dog from the Aristocats. Okay. He's also Trigger in Robin Hood. Uh, he's in The Rescuers. He's, um, he probably most famously, at least to my dad, because my dad is his favorite show, uh, the Andy Griffith show. He plays uh, Goober Pyle. Goober? Yeah, not Gomer. Um, when Gomer got his own spin-off, he went and became his own his own thing. Interesting. But these are pretty big names, I guess, in the voice acting industry at the time. Yeah. And uh, the guy that played Rip Ben Winkle, just to finish it out, is Larry D. Mann, who was Yukon Cornelius in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <gasps> Which one's Cornelius? He was the um, prospector. The pro okay, that's what I thought. I always yeah. get them confused. What's the dentist's name? Shermie? No, that's probably, that's probably it. Hermie. You know, that's a weird movie. It's a little more horrifying than we watched, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well it's not the headless horseman should we jump into that
Dalma. To earn Witch of the Year. To mail in. And so they have sort of a, a misadventure getting there. They go through some spooky haunted woods. They get to the witch's house, which looks like she built it on the end of the album cover for a corn follow the leader. <laughs> That's true. Thank you. And um, let's sort of talk about the, the set pieces. I like this big escape at the end where the heroes are all running away with the chest and this magic book uh, of the witches trying to cast the right spell that will turn Rip Van Winkle back into a human because he was turned into a possum by the witch earlier on. But she brings these skeletons, to, not skeletons, she brings these scarecrows to life with her magic. Mm-hmm. Super spooky. But they were really well done, the scarecrows. They were scary. They really were. Uh, and then uh, Ichabod Crane casts the spell that turns him into the Headless Horseman, and he decapitates all of the scarecrows. And so then, and almost like, like a backdoor pilot for something, it's like, oh, well, if that witch ever gives us any trouble, I'll just turn into the Headless Horseman again. And that's, right. ki- and that's, that's kind of it. Um, although I thought some of the animation in this, though cheap, but like for 79 and for, you know, made for TV, it had like a dynamic movement to it that I appreciated. It definitely did. Yeah. It's the like backgrounds I thought were done really well. That orange sky at the end in that last chase scene was very striking to me. Yeah. Just like the bright horse, orange sky. The horseman, I think specifically the way his cape moves and the horse moves, I think they spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. The animators like did a good enough job with the money that they had. But obviously there were some budgetary restrictions. So we watched this on YouTube. I watched a version where it was split into three parts. I watched the same version. Um, The third part, I didn't pay attention for the other one, but three out of three had four dislikes. And I guess my main question is, who's going on YouTube to dislike things like this? Who did they dislike? What was it? Maybe they're, they're like, oh, this is only the third part, not the whole thing. Or maybe they're like, oh, I want the original story of Sleepy Hollow. Or, I don't know, they're pedants. This is weird. It is weird. I don't understand people that dislike things. I mean, okay. You can dislike things, but why? Well, well, I'm going to push this button to show everyone how much I don't like this. The same, same problem I have with Reddit. Oh, was it the same kind of structure? Basically. Ups and downs. Wild. Wild. So the witch uh, herself, real quick, uh, Velma Van Dean. Van Dam had this one joke like I've seen this a bunch but this joke I I either missed before or just did not remember but she talks about she hasn't been so happy since last Halloween where she turned all the trees to stone and watched the woodpeckers bash their brains out I was just about to bring that up oh were you because that is literally so disturbing it really is it is it is kind of like wait what did she just say yeah, for this, I mean, it is supposed to be a spooky movie. That was, like, the most fucked up thing. It was so fucked up. But, oh my gosh. Yeah. To take it that far, I mean, for a kid's movie, you could be like, well, I tricked those woodpeckers. But to go as far to be like, no, they killed themselves. Yep. They smashed their brains against the stone. And I watched, like, especially, like, I watched it happen. I did like her, though. Yeah, she was also a lot of fun. She's also um, a noted like voice actress and character actress. Hazel Sherman was her name. Great name. Is a good name. Uh, you may know her from such films as she plays cousin Melancholia in the Adams Family show. Uh, ooh, she played Mrs. Bailey in Jim and the Holograms. 
she's had a career. She's had uh, quite the career um, doing a lot of voiceovers, uh, some stuff I've heard of. She's been in some movies that I've heard of. She played Aunt Harriet in That Girl. A lot of movies from that time period. Yeah, just like a really kind of interesting career this woman has had. Who was your favorite character as a kid? Who's your favorite character now? Ooh, okay. Um, as a kid, I think I always kind of liked the dog, the hound dog, yeah. Wolf. Uh, we had we had hound dogs growing up. Oh. Yeah, and 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 some like hound mixes uh, that that were very important dogs to me in my life. But um, I really liked that character. Uh, I liked like the way that he rides on the horse's neck. You know, because I guess we should explain all three, all four of the main characters: uh, the Rip, Ichabod, Wolf the dog, and uh, Washington the horse. The, the three of them that aren't the horse all ride the horse. Like, they're all, like, piled onto this one old horse, which I really like, sort of the image of that. Yeah, they were cute. They were all in this together. Yeah. Now, as an adult, it's absolutely Velma the Witch. Yeah. She is cool. I like her cat. Yeah. That was my favorite. Little, little side cat doing little gags here and there. Yeah. I don't know. It's similar to, like, the original, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's like this animal isn't being upright abused, but they could be loved more. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. You're always like, what is their relationship? Yeah. Do you think she's upset that it's not a black cat, it's an orange cat? Oh, I do like that, too. Do you think the cat is orange because of Garfield Mania? Well, it definitely is around the time of Garfield Mania. Yeah. Which, boy, that makes sense. the last 40 years have been around Garfield Mania. You know, you never know what idea is just gonna fucking blow up, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you guess you don't. Like here, I made I made this fat cat that smokes a pipe. Put him yeah. in the paper. Put him on T-shirts. Give him a hundred movies. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Did you ever watch? There was a Garfield. Or did you ever read? Did you ever read any of the Garfield strips as a kid? Yeah, I read it a lot in the like in the library in elementary school. I did the same. Do you remember that one arc where it's like Garfield is dead no. and like wandering through an abandoned house? No. If you, it's something like worth Googling and looking into is that there was like a week of strips in one October where it's like Garfield wakes up one day and everyone's gone and the house he's in is like abandoned and old. So he's in like purgatory. And then at the very, like the very, very end, he's like, oh no, wait, here I am. But then there's sort of like a question like, ooh, is this, is this cat living in hell? Like, is that... Wow. Yeah. That's deep. It is. Um, the music in this one I actually particularly really liked. The one theme song about Ichabod. Yeah. Um, catchy. It was very catchy. And it almost felt like it was going to be a musical, maybe. Right. Because there like there's like two songs with lyrics to it. And then there's a couple of like narrator reading poetry parts. Yes. Which I thought might have been a placeholder for some sort of uh, song, or who knows? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, this project definitely could have been more. Did you like revisiting it? Did it change how you saw the movie? I think, like as an adult, and having seen a lot of other things like this, or seen a lot of other things that have a more like spooky Halloween aesthetic, which I, I do appreciate. 
I would say that watching it as a kid, it definitely felt a lot more intense. It felt like a lot scarier, I think. But not like scary, scary, but like spooky scary. And like watching it now, I can, you know, see the parts. I can recognize the voices. But as a kid, I love this idea of like, yeah, the four, the four heroes, the team of heroes, like off on a spooky quest. Like I definitely felt that as a kid. It's like, that's something that I like. Mm-hmm. And now I can see that and sort of see it for, you know, my imagination doesn't run as wild thinking about it. But that's okay. I, uh, I did still enjoy rewatching it. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. How about you? For your, for your first time, are you glad that you watched this? Are you embarrassed that you watched this? No, I'm not embarrassed. No, I'm glad. It was a cute, short little um, cartoon. A good morning. I like waking up watching a cartoon. I've been watching the Looney Tune Adventures. Oh, okay. In the morning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, similar vibe. I like it. Yeah. Well, I any- do think... Um, we can compare childhoods. I think in my childhood, because we're a few years apart, I guess. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know our age difference. How old are you? I'm 27. I am 34. Okay. So seven so years. less than 10, yeah. I feel like in my childhood, there was a lot of fucked up shit on TV. Like, a lot of, like, when I was a kid, probably the most amount of spooky stuff running year long. So I really had, like, Courage, Cowardly Dog, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Halloween yeah. Town was coming out around those times. So I think compared to those things, it's not quite as hardcore. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Um, I think as, well, I mean, this was made in the 70s, and then yeah. the 80s is sort of the, the horror aesthetic that I think everyone's been chasing for 40 years now. It's true. But there was, like, I remember, like, as a kid, just, like, being excited for Halloween because it's when spooky stuff was on TV. Mm-hmm. And and I'm trying to think of like what was like aimed for kids during my childhood. There was um, like, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Yeah. Um, Goosebumps, which was more like my brother's thing, but I definitely read all of those books as a kid. I read my first Goosebumps. I finally finished it. Oh, which one did you read? I read the first one, which is like "Welcome to Dead House" or something like that. Sure. Um, what, what did you think? They killed the dog, and I really wasn't ready for that. I don't remember that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they don't, like, in the book kill the dog, which is like, there's Petey's ghost. I guess Petey's dead. <laughs> I was like, great. Okay, cool. It was, I, I liked it a lot. I'm going to read more. But as a scaredy cat, I can go back and be like, yeah, I understand exactly why childhood me did not want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, the, the spooky book series that I was into as a kid was, um, it's called The Bailey School Kids. Bailey School Kids. And each book is about these four kids who were, who, it was weird, because as a kid, I remember, like, like the transition of, like, me realizing, like, oh, wow, these cool older kids are having these adventures, and then, like, oh, these kids are my age and having adventures, and then, oh, these kids are younger than me now. Like, I remember, like, um. living through that, through the books, but it's, um, it's four kids, they go to this school, and every adult in their life might secretly be a monster. And so each book is them about being like, hey, so our new teacher, she definitely doesn't come out during the day. She wears this weird brooch, uh, she, but she also has a polka dot dress. And the book was called Vampires Don't Wear Polka Dots. Yeah, I actually did read one or two of those. I liked those. They weren't quite spooky. They were more mystery. Yeah, monster mysteries, which, yeah. which really, really hit the spot for, for little Charlie. 
Yeah, I love it, that. It's where I learned the it's where I learned the word brooch. Although I although I pronounced it brooch for a very long time because I had just read that word. Yeah, um, the English language makes no sense. They it's tell you to sound stuff out. It doesn't work. It does not. It's a nightmare language. Like never teach someone to sound something out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean Scooby Doo. Oh sure. I think every generation they have kept that baby going. They have kept that money wheel a turning. Yeah. Even with this new, and I know we talked about this before on the podcast, but there's that new Scooby Doo movie coming out next month. With that's like co-stars like Elvira and DC Comics the Scarecrow. <laughs> and it's it's weird to me that we're just like yeah, like okay, having Elvira in it, that's great, that's fine. Having the DC comic supervillain the Scarecrow in it is still like a weird taste to me. Yeah, I guess they're owned by this. I've seen like a few comics where it's like Superman and Scooby-Doo. Yeah. DC must own Scooby-Doo. I think Warner Brothers owns DC Comics so they can license it directly, maybe? Uh, I see. Um, I once, I don't remember the story but of the movie, but I've seen the movie, like the wrestling one with John Cena. And oh, like uh, how, how is that? Um, I remember it being fun. Yeah. But uh, it was back in Cheyenne, like at a family gathering, you know, probably Thanksgiving, and it was on. And I have two younger nieces and nephew, similar mm-hmm. to you, um, twins. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they were playing, and I was watching it, and my aunt comes in, and John Cena's, like, shirtless, <laughs> and, like, fighting something. She's like, I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> it's Scooby-Doo. But I could see why you think this is weird. Yeah. It's definitely weird, but I don't know if it's inappropriate. And it is John Cena. He's like Superman. He just doesn't wear a shirt sometimes. He He's an all-American do-gooder. It's true. Anything we need to add about the misadventures of Ichabod Crane? The new misadventures of Ichabod Crane. I want to know about the old misadventures. Yeah. Is there something that existed that we didn't know about? How do you think this ranks against the other Ichabod Crane stories? Like, is this your favorite? Uh, it's not my favorite. I think my favorite would be the, the Tim Burton version. Yeah. Sleepy Hollow, which has the exact same first act as Hot Fuzz for some reason. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, right. Isn't that a... Isn't yes, that a, it does. It, it blew my mind when I accidentally did that as a double feature. Um, it's like, oh, fuck me. This is like the same movie. Wow, Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, same. Same, same, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that one is my favorite, I would say. And they're mm-hmm. definitely like this story that's been told in a lot of like different television versions that I that I've liked, and so this one doesn't quite rank up there, but it kind of has its own category in my heart. It's like sure. through through nostalgic lenses. I like how Ichabod has a different job in each version. Yeah, um, in the book he's a school teacher, I believe, right? He is in the Disney version too. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton, he's like a doctor, I guess. Yeah, some sort of super cop. Yeah. This one, we don't know. Town town weirdo. Yeah, supernatural expert. Just because he read one book. <laughs> yeah. So is this supposed to be like a sequel to Sleepy Hollow then, where he survived his first encounter with the Headless Horseman, and they're like, hey, you gotta go do it again, because you're the one guy that walked away from it. And that's why it's a new misadventure? Yeah, that would be my guess. Beautiful. Yeah. So, still on the topic of Halloween. Oh, yes. Well, I'd ask you, what's your favorite Halloween candy, Charlie? Oh, what an excellent question. Um, does it differ from your favorite candy? So I don't... Now that I'm now that I'm an old, I don't get to eat as much candy as I'd like to. 
but my favorite candy candy would be the Butterfinger bar. That's That's been a big favorite of mine. But as for Halloween candy, uh, I think the one that I like the most are the uh, the Reese's Cups, shaped like pumpkins. Ooh, that's a good one. Or the Snickers Ghosts. You know what? Any mm-hmm. kind of candy bar shaped like something Halloween-y, that's my favorite. Cool. I really like... Um, Kit Kat does a little different variation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like an orange Kit Kat. I don't think it has... The orange one, I don't think anything's different except that it's orange. It's delicious. But this year they have one called like a witch's brew, which has like a marshmallow um, chocolate coating versus just chocolate. Oh, weird. Which has been, it's been delicious. But yeah, I like miscolored Kit Kats, I guess. Yeah, have you seen all of like the weird varieties they have in Japan? I have. I haven't tried any, but they get wild. Yeah, like loaded baked potato. Yeah. That is weird. I wish, yeah. I mean, it's really expensive to get that shipped here, so it's like, am I going to go through all this trouble to not like this Kit Kat flavor? <laughs> yeah, you know what, this, this is a $30 taste that I'm willing to spend. Right, right. But they do fun stuff. I wish we would do more fun stuff here, but... Yeah. I don't know. So, sleepover game, or do you... Yeah, let's, let's do a sleepover game. There's like an online AI genie... Have you ever played with him before? Oh yes, I have. Where you try to get it, to, you try it to get to guess the character. Exactly. So I think we'll do that today. Okay. That, that was basically good. My, my idea, and I was like, wait, I know someone who can do this better than me. Um, have you ever beat the game? Um, not. Yes and no, because yes, I have, but sometimes it's like, well, how how am I supposed to know that? The genie would ask. Yeah, yeah, I have once or twice, but they're really obscure characters, like. A weird background character who I, like, don't even know their name. But for the most part, he gets me. So do you have a character in mind? Let's do... Let's do Let's do the Headless Horseman. Okay, let's see which version it gives us. Ooh, yes. Is your character a boy? No. Although, you know what, it's 2020. It's up to each person to identify that. Just kidding, for I themselves. Uh, the Headless Horseman? Uh, yeah, I, I believe... I, be- I believe that he's a male character. Look at those biceps. Is your character real? No. Is your character from a Japanese anime? No. No, but I would watch that. I would watch that also. You are correct. Is your character originally from a video game? No, they are not. Is your character animated? Is there a... Yeah, sometimes. Well, there's a yes and no, don't know, probably, probably not. Um, we're gonna go. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds good. Has your character ever played in a superhero movie? No. I hope not. Has your character been in a movie? Oh yes. Does your character have human skin? (sighs) Yes. Wait. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know for sure. I mean, half of him is a pumpkin. That is true. Is your character evil? Yes. Is your character red-haired? No. How many evil red-haired characters are there? Um... Well, Anne of Green Gables, I think. She was a real real agent of Satan. 
Um, speaking of Satan, the next question is my favorite. Is your character from the Bible? <laughs> unfortunately, no. There should be an option for unfortunately, no. Yeah. Does your character have a moon on their forehead? <laughs> no. But thinks it's a Sailor Moon character. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking hard. I like, I mean, this website's been around for so long, and they keep updating it, which... That's dedication. They're probably not making a lot of money on it. Yeah. Okay, is your character linked with the horror genre? Yes. Does your character have a birthmark on their face? I don't know. Yeah. Does your character have a bad relationship with their father? I don't know. Oh. I mean, probably. I assume everyone does. Does your character have hair? No. No. Has your character played for the University of Tennessee? <laughs> Actually, yes. Uh, he was. He was a starting center. Um, <laughs> no. No, of course not. <laughs> He, his grades weren't good enough to get into UT, so... Yeah. Does your character wear a tie? No. I can't. It would fall right off. Does your character wear a mask? No. Does your character have an iPhone? They're, they're an android man, honestly. <laughs> Does your character ride a horse? Yes. It knows us. It's got us now. It's got us now. Has your character ever been beheaded? Oh, yes. You know, they never go... I don't think I know the story on why he's the headless horseman. I know in the uh, the Tim Burton version, he's a, he's a Hessian mercenary fighting in the American Civil War. Right. And he's his head cut off during the war. It's a war injury. <laughs> So I did guess the Headless Horseman, but can you guess which version of the Headless Horseman I guessed? Is it the Tim Burton version? It is not. The Disney version? Nope. Oh, um, there's that Sleepy Hollow TV show. Yep, that's the one with the super hot Ichabod crane. I've, I've never watched it. I don't know anything about it. I watched, like, the first two episodes. It's like Ichabod gets um, time-traveled. Yeah, it's like... It's like Supernatural, right? But with, yes, it is. But with another IP. But boy, is he hot. I'll have to, I'll have to check out this, this handsome Ichabod. Check out Ichabod's think? bod. Yes. Uh, Want to play one more round? Um, yeah, let's do one more round. You, get, you choose what? the character this time. Me? Yeah. Okay. And I'll pull, it up, the... I'll pull it up on my, on my end. Oh, okay. Let me think of a character. Is it Akinator? Is that the... Yeah. Yep. Okay. They've updated the art since I've played this last. I know. See, they've really made it fancy. Okay. Hmm. Character, object, or animals? Character. Stay on theme of things we've talked about. I think I'll do Grim from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That is the the Reaper. That is the Reaper. Yep. Okay. Is your character a girl? 
No. Is your character real? No. Is your character originally from a video game? No. Is your character from an anime? No. That's different from like a cartoon, right? That is. I think it's like if it's okay. from Japan. Right. Has your character ever been in a movie? Don't think so. So no. d don't know or no? Yeah. Say I don't know. Just cover our bases. Yeah, that sounds good. Does your character have human skin? No. Is your character an animal? No. Does your character wear clothing? Yes. Does your character have powers? Yes. Is your character bad? No. Does your character often do collaborations? <laughs> I would say if... if the, uh, I don't know. Probably. Probably. I mean, what do you mean by collaborators? Ooh, here's a good one. And I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be asking here. Does your character have an explosive shield? <laughs> he does not. No, nah, I didn't think so. That's a specific character there, thinking of. Is your character a knight radiant? I don't know. No. I, yeah, I no, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. Is your really character... Okay, this one has a typo in it. Um, I'll read it in the correct way. Is your character made of Lego? Nope. How did they word it? Is your character made of Legos? Oh. Um, is your character obsessed with chickens? I don't think so. I don't remember him being obsessed with chickens. Is that would have been great, though. Is your character from Call of Duty World War II? No. <laughs> is your character a genie? Nope. Is your character from Castle Clash? No. Is your character from a TV series? Yes. Did your character have hair? No. Is your character related to Christmas? No. Does your character wear a teapot? No. Is your character a skeleton? Yes. It's got me now. Is your character a reaper? Yes. Grim, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. They got me. How many questions was that? That was 20-something? Yeah. I thought it used to be really good at doing it in 20. Yeah. But 24 is still good. Yeah, that's still better than any computer program I could, could program. Yeah. I've gotten, I've spent some major hours on this program before. Trying to beat it? Yeah, just trying to think of whatever character... All right. Well, now that we've we've done that, great great sleepover game. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us talk about some things we may have watched recently. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just going to run through the things that I've watched, and we can talk about them in, in any degree that you'd like to. Uh, for the first time ever, I watched Practical Magic. I've never seen it. Solve. It's on some sort of streaming service right now. You need to see this movie without knowing anything about it. I know a tiny bit about it. There's, who's the actresses? Uh, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Yes, that's what I know. Um, all I knew about it is that there's a scene where people like dance around a table. Um, it's 
it's a movie about witches, and as you know, I love movies about witches, and I really enjoyed that. Nice. Uh, I watched Ready to Rumble, the 2000s professional wrestling movie with David Arquette. It was really... Oh, you're on a David Arquette kick. Yep. It was really bad. It was a very bad movie, and people should not watch it. And then I watched uh, 1991's The Addams Family. Nice. Yeah. And I, I also watched Addams Family Values last week, so I was getting that out of the way. Have you ever watched the cartoon? Uh, I've watched a couple. I think there's been a couple of cartoons, but there's one from the 90s um, that, I, that I remember the most. And I watched a lot of that one. So the answer is yes, I guess. Cool. Um, and then I watched Charlie Kaufman's new movie, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. You did! I did. Have you? you oh, yeah, that's all I talked about. Oh, yeah, let's, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. What did you I liked it. Charlie? Oh, good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I liked, like, once I kind of figured out, like, the concept of what was happening, I was really enthralled. It's also a very tense movie. Like, that first act is so tense. Yeah. So you liked it. I did. What did, what did you think? Oh, I love that movie. It's life-changing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can talk to anybody who hasn't watched it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Those people are fucking Philistines. They're on a different level. No, I really love that movie. Charlie Kaufman's hit or miss for me, but I love that one. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Plemons is such a fantastic actor. Oh, I know. He's in so many things. Such a range. I was talking... So he's in that comedy movie Game Night. Oh, yeah. And that, that movie's fine. But at the same time, there's a movie called Hostel with um, Christian Bale, which is like a Western movie that he's in. Oh, it partially takes place in Montana. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. And at my movie theater at the time, they would play Game Night. No, they would play the Hostel trailer and then Game Night. It was just this weird, like, him being goofy and then him, like, tied to a tree crying. <laughs> it was just bizarre, but he shows up in everything. He reminded me a lot of Philip Seymour Hoffman in this movie. Yeah. I thought, like, I thought that he really, really just took this role and kind of did this really incredible thing with it. I thought it was just a fantastic movie. Yeah, my um, ex-husband watched it, and he definitely picked up a trans narrative in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and once he explained it to me, I was like, I get it. Because, I mean, it's all in his brain, really, this yeah. man. And just the few things, he's very sensitive about words like sissy and things like that from his dad. Oh, and like interesting. Musicals. And yeah. you know when she's in the living room, she's like, oh, that's a picture of me as a kid. And it's like a little girl. He's like, no, that's me. I, I wondered about that also. It's a little of like, is he not living the life he wanted to in his memories? You know, with the childhood aspect. That's an interesting read. Um, yeah, it's very subtle. It could be read that way, it could not. We're probably going to have but, to put like a, a, a spoiler warning for this movie ahead of this. Because um, it is like brand new. It is, and everyone should see it. Yeah. Um, Nick Hyde once mentioned the, the website Does the Dog Die in this? Oh, yes. And so I googled that for this movie before I got too far into it, and it was like it was hard to explain. It's like, the dog doesn't die, but at one point it cuts to, like, the ashes of the dog, but it's all, like, weird and in his mind. I was like, great, good spoiler. Thank you. Yeah. Dogsdontdie.com. <laughs> but I loved it. I highly recommend that movie. Same. It really makes you rethink everything. 
It really does. Uh, Everything you've ever known. Yeah, so I would say same to that. Oh, and also I've been rewatching Hannibal. Oh, nice. You've watched all of it before? I watched most of it before, and then kind of fell out. Um, I don't remember why, but... I watched, I think, the first season, first two seasons, and then I stopped, and now I want to finish it, and I've got time, so I'm doing it, you know, episode at a time mm-hmm. with Supper. Nice. Very nice. How about you, Sylvia? What have you been watching? Um, few things, few things. Um, I went to the movie theater and saw Tenet, the new... Uh, oh, putting your life in your hands. How was that? It's not worth dying over. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't really love Tenet. Um, I think it's my least favorite Christopher Nolan movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been... It's pretty known by this fact that the sound mixing is fucked up on that movie. Like That's what I've heard. You you really can't hear most of the, what anyone is saying. Mm. And, I mean, Christopher Nolan loves to mess with time. Yeah, he loves to... Sorry to interrupt, but there's a joke that I read about how Christopher Nolan shoots the concept of time the same way Quentin Tarantino shoots feet. It's true, though. Um, yeah. But I think, think since watching, um, there's the Netflix show Dark, which really fucks with time. So this movie wasn't as mind-blowing to me. I'm like, oh, that's all they did? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's okay. I think if they release it streaming or on DVD and they remix the sound, it could be really good. I mean, watching with subtitles. Yeah. There was just, it was... It starts good and loses it, definitely, by the end, which is unfortunate. But some great actors in it. I've been watching The Great British Baking Show. Oh, nice. That's probably very calming. Yeah, I love it. It's good to have on the TV while I play Animal Crossing. It has mm-hmm. Noel Fielding, which is like one of the oh, yeah. people in the whole world. Absolutely. He's great. No, it's very nice. Makes me wish I was baking, but I'm too lazy. I'm going to try to make some focaccia bread this week. Ooh, very I, good. I bought special yeast and everything. Oh, wow, you're really going for it. I really am. I'm turning into a grandma. That's my plan. I know, isn't it fun? Yeah. Um, I rewatched Haunted Mansion with... Uh, Eddie Murphy? Mm-hmm. I was never crazy about that. I thought it was okay as a kid. Yeah. Now I also think it's okay, but different reasons. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. I do like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite ride at Disney. Ah, uh, mine too, although I've never been able to go. Yeah, it's fun. They, like, redo it for Halloween to make, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, which I've always wanted to experience. Yeah. But so does everyone else in the world, so I'm not waiting five hours to go on the ride. Yeah, I'm not going to a theme park for a long time. <laughs> no, and they've been getting very expensive anyway, like, I don't know. Disney's really the snake that's eating its own tail. It really is. Yeah, um... Saw Indiana Jones with Nick Hyde, former guest. Oh, went, uh, Raiders well, of the Lost Ark. We did. Um, it was out at the stadium. It's been very smoky here as it is in most of America. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to go. I usually work those events and I didn't have to work it. But I called for a refund and they said they couldn't. So I was like, fine. So I went to Indiana Jones and filled my lungs with smoke. It's fine. I don't love Indiana Jones. I really don't care for Harrison Ford. Oh my! Ooh. I know. So, what? What's your What's your beef with Harrison Ford? Uh, no range at all. Thank you for playing the same character for forty years. <laughs> really adding to the history of acting in Hollywood. Thanks. 
And it I, is the same character, and it's not a great character. That's not Harrison Ford's fault. Mm-hmm. But it is just these awful men. <laughs> Especially Indiana. I Indiana and Han Solo, I really don't care for at all. Okay, that, that is good to know. And um, the last thing I've been watching since... Carly texted me yesterday morning. I've watched it probably ten times. Is the 911 music video by Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, I I was on YouTube like an hour after that dropped. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this, and then I texted you like immediately. I'm just like, thank you. Yeah, have you seen this? Do you know how this ends? That ending is horrifying. Oh, it's great. I mean, I assumed it was something like that, but I really loved it. It's my favorite song on the album. It's visually beautiful. And weird, and I just I really dig it. There's a headpiece that that uh, that she wears, um, which is it's like a circle that runs around her head. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's something like, and it was one of those things where I was like imagining like I could probably build that, but then thinking about how stupid I would look with it. But because your brace, it reminds me like if we were to wear it, like if you had braces. And you oh yeah, 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 the big uh, head headgear. Yeah. Yeah, it was like headgear, but fashion. That's Lady Gaga. That's Lady Gaga. I went on a date once. And, you know, they always ask, what music do you like? And I'm like, well, Lady Gaga. And one guy's like, really? I would never have expected that from you. I'm like, well, you clearly don't follow Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) You clearly know nothing about either Lady Gaga or myself. It's true. It's very true. I was like, huh. If that's a stretch for you, then this is just not good enough. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yep, fuck that guy. It's true. Well, I think we've talked about everything spooky. I think so. Everything spooky so far. The, the rest of this month uh, of Final Girl sleepovers, we're going to be revisiting more things like this. Um, mm-hmm. Yours is next week. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm excited. Um, and I know what mine's going to be in two weeks. I know the the very weird thing I'm going to make us watch. The f- what is it? It's going to be... Okay, I won't tell you this. I won't tell you what it is, but as, as a hint for two weeks from now, it's going to be three of something. Yep. Okay. Let's just say that there was a beloved VHS tape I had as a kid of things that were taped off TV, mm-hmm. and I think the first three things on those we're going to watch, if they're on cool. YouTube. They yeah, there's be. some things I have in mind, and it's like, I'm not sure if I can even find these weird made-for-TV shows well we got some time and we'll figure it out um real quick let's go ahead and thank rooster sauce speaking of spooky things thanks to rooster sauce for the use of their song demons inc from the album demons of the ultra league i'm sorry zombies of the ultra league spooky music it's halloween it's october go buy it on itunes it's really good i'm tired of saying that perfect for your social distant halloween party it absolutely is start blaring it while you eat your your marshmallow kit kats Alone in a corner. Alone in a corner. A mask underneath your mask. Double masking it. Mm-hmm. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, the Roxy Theater. Uh, as you mentioned, they are still doing. Actually, no, it's October. There's still uh, some shows at Paddlehead Stadium available, and the Roxy is still available also for private rentals. So, theroxytheater.org for more information. There she be. There she be. Anything else we need to add, Solvay? I don't think so. I think this is my favorite time of the year, and I'm just excited. I'm excited too, and I'm excited that we are we are spending part of it together. Yeah. Even even but, distantly. But, yeah. Well, 
This has been the final girl sleepover. I'm Solvay. I'm Charlie. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Supposed to be the headless horseman. <laughs>